the conclusions they're making there. Yeah. Skepta. Skinhead on there. But that's cool that he talked about it and, you know, gave some cultural insight, you know. Yes. Because the age he is, yeah, he would. You definitely don't need to tell him about that stuff. Yeah, he's like, what, like 40? Probably. Probably. If not mid 40s. Uh, uh, like, uh, hello, everyone. This is the Kings of Punk podcast. And we are talking about Skepta, the UK. Uh, what would you call grime. Him? the rap grime rapper G- grime artist M- grime MC slash rapper slash producer because he started out just making instrumentals and then I think over the past couple years he's mostly just been doing that like mm. kind of like stuff you would play in a club because he said he was going to retire from rapping I don't know if that happened really? but probably a fame one of the more famous guys and they're kind of the guy who put UK rap on the map a couple years ago a little bit because him yeah. and Drake Drake liked him or whatever. Uh, but he had a single that uh, uh, gassed me up that people were not too happy about the artwork because it has a bunch of skinhead guys. And on the back, on the back of one of the skinhead dudes, it says it's like a tattoo. Gas me up. Um, looks like, you know, tattoo, a tattoo you would have maybe seen back in the 80s. But on a guy's head. Uh, yeah. He like had took it down because people were upset. But he had later made a uh, statement where it's like. You know, we moved here in the 80s, my, my family, and, like, this is, like, something I saw we grew up with, well, like, around. I don't know if you know this, but uh, England uh, doesn't have freedom of speech. Does it, really? Oh, yeah, they're not, it doesn't have the Constitution. <laughs> you have to have a license for freedom of speech and to do, do anything. Well, for those who don't TV? know, gas me up. That's, like, British slang for, like, big upping someone, basically, or kind of boosting their ego. Yeah, you got to gas your boy up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that's that's interesting that he his label I assume made him take it down, but but that's yeah. uh some interesting things especially with what's going on in underground and uh, subculture and cu- maybe not even that culture at yeah, large just main main Mainstream. large regular people's culture. But introduce ourselves. I am Tyler Hammer to my right. Uh, Gary U.S. Bombs and to his right and my left. Jake Razor in the building and. This is the Kings of Punk podcast, the podcast where we talk and discuss punk rock and the culture and the everything that surrounds it and is influenced by it, adjacent to it, what came from it, you know, from the 70s and, you know, until modern times. And uh, visit kingsofpunk.com to, you know, if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear it. Any suggestions for episodes? We usually don't say that in the beginning of the, of the episode. No, that's a good one to open I with. I think we should start doing that. I've been saying it, but it's at the end, so that's, yeah, it's a better idea. But we got a fun little episode. We're going to be doing a new, se- I guess, a new part of our series, a new a series. New, a new segment. New segment. You call it. But uh, as you mentioned previously, there is some stuff stirring around in mainstream culture. Uh, specifically this past weekend uh, with good old Yay hanging out with our, our good buddy JPEG Mafia. Front of the podcast, JPEG Mafia. A.K.A. Peggy. Yeah, I mean, Kanye West, of mainstream, as far as mainstream figures go, I think he's probably the one we've talked about the most, which I, I guess that in and of itself should be a red flag. Uh, if <laughs> someone in that mainstream is doing something that warrants us talking about them that much more than anyone else in that space. The chances that they're doing something that's cool are not high. If you've ever listened to this podcast, you may have picked up on that. No, no, it's it's not good. And uh, 
there's a there's a picture of him wearing a Burzum long sleeve uh, with Mr. JPEG Mafia. Uh, also, he had recently replaced all his teeth, apparently with like a titanium, uh, some sort of apparatus. You he, probably didn't know about that, Tim. Wait, uh, who? Kanye West? Kanye West yeah. did, apparently. He, like, it looks scary. It looks kind of cool. He looks like um, Jaws from James Bond. The, it <laughs> looks... F- they look fucked up. I mean, it's sick. I remember telling my mom, like, I'm just going to replace all my teeth with metal one day. That way I don't have to worry about going to the dentist. And Good idea. she was always like, that's stupid. No, you can't do that. G- hey, guess uh, what? Yeah, look at Kanye. Guess what? This guy who's out of his mind <laughs> did it. Yeah, Kanye, he proved your mom wrong. So, but they look crooked, or maybe it's just the angle, but they look fucking weird. Yeah. So, I don't really know how to, uh, I don't really know what I think about that. That's well, weird, but. The, the long sleeve is sick. That's sick, Burzum merch. Because it's, it's the, it's Burzum, like the text, and then it's the, probably the dumbest picture of Varg, and that's, every picture of him is dumb because he's stupid. But it was the one where he has giant, like, leather gauntlet gloves on and he's holding... Like a mace or something? Yeah, or like a flail, I want to say. sort of medieval weapon. Yeah. Yeah. A bludgeon. And then he has some dumb look. He has, like... He couldn't have picked, like, a more retarded look to put on his face. (laughs) Well, it's like he's trying to look tough, which is very funny. Yeah, it's like, no, you just look like an idiot. I mean, the ones where he's holding... I guess what in the UK they would call zombie knives is are also when he had the long hair. Those are pretty bad too, photos wise. Was in he, terms of pictures of Varg? Was he wearing chainmail in that picture? Or, I mean, no, I don't think so. The he's one trying to be like the, a knight. Right? The one, on, the one on on Kanye's shirt, he's wearing like not chainmail, but it almost looks like I'm not up on my medieval history, but it looks more like. Uh, God, I'm just thinking of like leather the, armor kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like not like the Mongols, but maybe a little more like that that era. Yeah. Well, I I will say if if uh, for any listeners out there, if you are a fan of annoying people, I mean you got to be pretty happy about this. I mean, I mean chainmail. I feel like Varg, Kanye West, JPEG <laughs> Mafia, Mafia. That's like the trilateral commission of like annoying people. I mean, from what I know about Varg's beliefs, I think he probably believes that when humanity developed the technology to make chainmail, that was the beginning of the end. And right, the, it was too too much. Too and in soon. fact, like the Jews probably invented that technology somehow, and that was the problem. And so he's wearing or like the like, what was, like the plow armor. was like a bad. Oh, that invention. was a, yeah, <laughs> that was a classic Varg Twitter thread about how the uh, the plow came from Mesopotamia, and it was the nefarious de- desert people um, tricking his people in northern Europe into, I guess, not just eating. Dirt or whatever they were doing before they had agriculture. <laughs> yeah, like, how dare you feed my people vegetables, acorns, and, and stuff? Yeah, like, like that. Tw- like berries, like oh, twigs, the lingonberry, yeah, leaves and stuff. Juniper bay, lingonberry. It is. I chew the leaf to give my make my mouth numb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's a. Uh, it's very interesting because JPEG Mafia has lyrics where he is like... I feel like he's been getting more shit than freaking Kanye well, This is the, re- the, uh, the reason. He has a so- He has a literal song where he says, like, fuck, uh, fuck Burzum and Sex Pistols and the Rolling Stones. I listen Pantera. to White and Pantera or something too. like Yeah, and it's like, oh, boy, buddy, you got caught lacking or you're just a fucking... You just don't give a shit. To which... 
I mean, well, it's here's the thing. Stupid to write that as a song anyways. Like, it's very, like, I hate to use this term, but it's kind of virtue signaling. Like, yeah, I'm listening to these well, bad bands. That just sounds like, he sounds like a preschooler saying shit like that. But also, like, him including Rolling Stones is very funny. You know? It's like, what Oh, yeah, because I forgot. Yeah, the, well, remember, like, when they, they did their Illuminati satanic sacrifice, they killed a black guy. I mean, it, it probably, I would yeah, assume, yeah, has I more to do with the song Brown Sugar, which admittedly is... A.K.A. An insanely racist song. I've never I've never read the lyrics to that I like one. that song. It's, it's, oh, it's a good a song, song. Wait, but it's... It, like, wasn't that originally, that was the, that was the that Black was the song, Pussy, Black right? Pussy, yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know, something just... No, I think they might have changed the lyrics, but... Yeah, it's something just like a black girl should. It's like, maybe it's not insanely racist, but it's definitely like gross you know i don't yeah. it's still a good song it's, i don't give a shit it's but. like english teeth you know gross yeah. it's like listening to like that one rectal hygienic song where they're like three black men like surrounded by three black men like now you're surrounded by three white junkies like you're a piece of shit <laughs> like very bad very edgy oh. lyrics uh but it's a, yeah, that's more of a recent development. It's a more Edward. recent development, Tim. Uh, yeah, about it's about thirty plus years the difference between those two songs. But uh, him mentioning, I agree, similar, uh, you know, sentiments. I uh, agree with him mentioning Rolling Stones because I think the three in that JPEG Mafia lyric I read was like, it's like Burzum, Pantera, and the Rolling Stones, and it's like, yeah, that's that sticks out a little bit, you know, Brown Sugar, notwithstanding. I think he also mentioned Johnny Rotten. Oh, I didn't catch like that, that too. Or I don't know. But regardless, regardless, I'd rather listen got, to like all four of those groups before I ever hear a single note of anything that guy has. I I on. liked some JPEG Mafia, but I just this is my thing. I just haven't been in a rap mood for a while. I don't well, know, just too much know, punk rock and other that. stuff. You know, I, and JPEG most Mafia. rap music now is. Really fucking it's just fucking pure dog boring shit. and stupid. I've never listened to JPEG Mafia. I still listen. I listen to uh, Kanye. I'm not as well versed in as some people, but that Yeezus album I love. I listened to it not that long ago. Like, that's a really, really good record. Wait, that's the one with black skin head, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Slaves. Um, that Bound to song that they made to. fun of on South Park, but it's like, that's like it's one a, of the best you know songs. what? It's a great song. That's the song that kind of sold me on Kanye West, honestly. What I didn't know until I started like looking through YouTube comments and shit is people hated that song when it came out. Damn. People yeah. pe- people kind of hated that album. I vaguely remember that. And that song, everyone was like bagging on it. People thought it fucking sucked. I just, Which I was, is crazy because I remember that, that was like the first Kanye album that really kind of like grabbed me. And then like, I mean, I liked some Kanye songs and stuff like that previously. But uh, that one really was like, see, oh wow! I feel like that was like a bad. That was bad for him though, because isn't that like pretty much around the time when he started being like, I'm a musical genius and I'm a really smart, strong man guy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Or was that maybe even a little before this, that? This, that might be a little bit before, or like was, right around that. To time. my recollection, this is when he first started seeming like obviously insane and having delusions of grandeur and whatever. Yeah. But at he least starts, in his. At least in his case, and I would say in most cases, like, if you're an artist, like, the first, like, year of you being off the rails in that way, you you will, that, make your art then, like, you're going to be making your best art at that point. It goes downhill from there, probably around the time that, like, everyone around you starts validating your delusions, but if you still feel like you have something to prove in your imaginary mind palace... 
then you make an album like that that I yeah. think is great. And it, it makes sense that you liked it and I've come to like it and people hated it at the time because we like weird shit. And at the time, and now everybody likes weird shit, so everybody likes that album. At the See, time, what was people that? People don't even like people? weird shit, though. I don't, yeah, I... I you know what I mean, I know though. what you mean. That was like, record was not what people expected from no. him or wanted. I, I do think that, like... I, I have been thinking about, like, what is my taste exactly if I had to, like, define it. And I think it's mostly music made... It's music specifically made by, like... I don't want to say antisocial people, but people who are, n- I, by any means, normal. In like I agree various, with that. In, that's, it can mean various many things. Like, I really like hardcore, but a lot of the hardcore that I like is kind of just... It's a consequence of, like, my taste. Like, I like Warzone because rabies is an interesting personality uh-huh. absolutely like, yeah and i like uh what's that french band um kickback kickback kick yeah. because a normal person can't make that shit or let's you say know? A, a one life crew one life crew i mean good example i mean i love carnivore like you know um, and a lot of it not a lot of it but some of it ends up being kind of we'll say edgy music or sketchy as maybe some people would say and i think that's just a consequence of people that are fucked up end up making fucked up things and yeah. sometimes believing fucked up shit mm-hmm. but the it's very far and few in between and most of the people that i do that do kind of are on that kind of sketchy shit uh I don't think it's... They're usually not, like, politically organized, in a sense. People, no, no, no. Um, That's where I think the danger kind of comes in. I think, and the other part of that is, like... And I think that record kind of shows Kanye in this mode very much, is, like, if you're, like, a real artist, like, by some definition, you're not normal. And I think some of it comes down to, like... And this is, like, some of the kind of outsider music I've been listening to lately. This comes across, too, of, like this person cares so much about their art that like they have to be a bad person on some level because you know, they don't care as much about any other, any human being, any other human being in the world. Like Mm. that sort of single minded devotion is like, it's kind of how real like artists are. And it's, yeah, it's not like conducive to being the best person in the world. Yeah. It's just how it is, you know, know? just has the way that (laughs) way the cookie crumbles. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's and it's weird when people are normal and trying to make fucked up music. Like I think the R A B M, the radical radical anarchist black metal stuff, it sucks. It's bad because it's almost exclusively a response to we'll say N S B M, which is in and of itself a, va- a vague generalization like people would call burzum some people might call burzum nsbm but it's like which you know, uh, not makes, really the case not really i don't this, I, I don't mean, think he discusses like political his music, topics yeah like i was gonna music. say like oh, his, writes, lyrically that i think he feel like he has nothing to do with that he all. writes songs about i don't know the key to the gate fucking forest the gate dungeons yeah. and dragons like, there's like maybe a rusty gate with like some snow it's around it literally shit that he read orc. in D manuals like, yeah you know so, yeah, that's it's like he may be like, we'll say national socialist, which I don't even he's no, I he's think he's beyond fuck. that. He is beyond. He is I, his own. He's thing. just like mentally. So this, let me settle this real quick. Nothing wrong with calling Varga Nazi, because in the, yeah. sh- in the short in terms of like 
the things that actually matter about being a Nazi, yes, he believes the same things. That being said, if you delve into the shit that he actually believes, yes, it's beyond that, and it's much weirder, and I, <laughs> no one else I mean, has I, I've seen. I mean, this motherfucker, you would need a flow chart to understand, like, how he thinks that Sicilians are, like, less Aryan than, like, like Native people, yeah, right. Native Americans <laughs> and Turkish people. Well, I think the thing, right, I mean, he's he's more or less, like, on some sort of spectrum. I th- yeah, but, that's yeah. what's, you know. and that met, I sent you guys in the group chat, there, the Metal Injection made a tweet where it's like, all we have to say about the Kanye th- this thing is fuck Burzum. Yeah, and fuck it's like, Burzum and um, keep buying Kanye's records, it, actually. It's funny I mean, they might as well have just said It's that. funny because Werewolf from the band Satanic Warmaster was like, so not fuck Kanye? Like, that's, or like, you know, why not fuck Kanye, too? And then Madeline Jackson. Madeline Jackson was like, they said. Well, he's retarded. Uh, they, he doesn't know any much, better. They might as well have said that. They might as well have, because they're like. Uh, Varg chose to be racist, a racist asshat. Uh, Kanye West didn't choose to be mentally ill, and it's like, well, I, I mean, I, I, think I would, he did. I would say Varg is probably mentally ill. Like you said, on maybe some sort of spectrum. I mean, I mean, no shit, no fucking shit. I mean, he he's like, also Norwegian, so he like, like he also like has double. a double. I mean, he straight up killed his friend for reasons that still do- reasons that. I've heard him talk at length about. I've heard other people talk at length about, and still don't understand. I mean, he, it doesn't make any sense. Did he try to claim self-defense? Yes, but it doesn't make any sense. He keeps no. contradicting himself. I think the bottom line is like, I'm somewhat willing to believe him that Euronymous was thinking about killing him. They were gonna like kill each other to try and prove who was more evil. Like they're obviously fucked in they're the head. F- stupid. They're and fu- they were teenagers at the time. But like yeah. Varg is still stupid. I know uh, Euronymous was older. He was, like you're right, you know, he was, right? He was, which it is, is insane. really funny um, going online and, like, reading, like, all these, like, weird, like, leftist takes on, like, yeah. mayhem and, like, burrs. Like, people being like, um, just so you know, Euronymous uh, wasn't actually, like, a leftist. It's like, you, you don't need to explain anything I don't, to this dead guy. Yeah, it's like, he's he's dead. He's dead and... Who, and he was stupid. He was stu- okay. He was like, a dumb t- uh, uh, Scandinavian teenager. Yeah, let's or whatever the fuck. Young, young, he was a teenager, person. which makes it so much worse. But young, right? Person. He was exactly. young and he was young and cool. Because now everyone would be he like, said oh, that ab- abruptum was like the best band ever. And then you and me tried to listen to it, and I'm not going to say it was bad. It is good, but we both tapped out after like ten minutes. Yeah, I can't listen to that band. That band is. Impen- oh. That band is like impenetrable to me, and I yeah. listen to insane shit. So, yeah, to, and to say that, like, but also to say that Kanye West is like not complicit in any of his behavior because he's mentally ill is like that's like goes against the opposite of like how we should be thinking about mentally ill I people. I mean, right? That's kind of like almost ableist. It's, it it kind of is. It totally is I think because. It just- yeah, it's like like that's not being like these people e- are completely helpless. They can't they do anything. Know. They're stupid. They're so dumb. Their brains don't yeah, work correctly. They're it's dumb. Like, no, 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 no. You can't say that because as many people would 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 say, and you, our listeners probably think I know a lot of people that are mentally ill, and they don't talk about how they love Hitler uh, <laughs> with Alex yeah, Jones, or like Nazis, dude. Or, I mean, that's the thing. This I think more than anything just shows that metal injection is like out of touch because like. I get they don't want to be racist or whatever, but this already got settled. Like, everyone else on Twitter, of all different races, everyone agreed, like, you were allowed to say fuck Kanye West, like, two years ago. 
around the time that he was saying I love Hitler every day. Like everyone yeah. kind of well, we kind of I mean, settled it that you could say fuck him at that point. I'm sure like the 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 higher up like the editor or whatever there was probably like well, I mean, you know, we don't know if like, you know, we don't want to say anything bad about Kanye cuz he might still, you know. You know what? Actually, the way you know that you'd mention it Hitler wasn't really that big of a bad of a dude because oh, he was probably mentally ill. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but, what? But Varg? Oh, but Varg, Varg, Vargy baby knows. I like, I like the idea that like Varg also specific like chose as if it was like some sort of like action tree and like an RPG or something like that. I mean, to be fair, like, I th- well, like, <laughs> what am I going to be? I'm building my character. I guess I only have I get three a buff options. If I'm racist. So to I'm be, gonna go with to be that. fair, though, and I don't think this is where metal injection is coming from. But from what I know about Varg and what I can kind of infer about his psychology, I feel like that is exactly how Varg makes decisions, and it might have gone exactly like that, to be honest with you. Like, I like no joke, Like I, I actually do kind of agree with them that Varg chose to be a Nazi. Like, I think that's probably true, because... I think he... I think he... I, I would say that could be true, but I also would say there were probably things in doing so that benefited him in doing so, and he decided to do that as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. going to prison well, in. Well, like, that's the, that's the point. I think Varg, in particular, like because of because if I actually were to diagnose him, like yeah, I do think he probably is autistic. The other thing about him is he's very, very clearly has narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah, he's never expressed remorse for anything. When people try to point out his inconsistencies and in the things that he says, he denies it and says you're wrong and you're stupid. So he's clearly a narcissist. And oh man, you know who that reminds me of. Uh, yeah, Euros. Mr. Kanye West, too. Also, absolutely a narcissistic personality disorder, 110%. Hey, and you know who else that reminds me of, too? Uh, Peggy. JPEG. JPEG? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I guess. I don't know. I don't know too much about JPEG. I just JPEG, think that guy's really annoying and his music isn't that good. Yeah. But, well, like, cause be- because Varg has that personality, like, he was willing to do whatever he thought would, like, build his own mythology up the most and. I think it works. being yeah. a, like hmm. neo-Nazi, that definitely would, would add to it. But yeah, we already settled this a while ago when Kanye again was talking about how much he loved Hitler every day. It is, I will say, the internet is a bad place to talk about it because no one can be nuanced at all on the internet. And I think this understanding this question of people with mental illnesses and what they believe requires some nuance. Because it is, I do think, absolutely true that some form of ment- forms of mental illness can make you predisposed or more susceptible to certain forms of propaganda, certain ideologies like yeah. that is not hard to figure out how that would work. If that you're total sense, if you're prone to paranoia, like someone telling you all your imaginary problems are caused by this other is probably appealing to you. So there's that. But at the same time, there's millions of people with the same mental problems that don't love Hitler. So like it's always a combination of, yes, you're, your uh, psychology yes circumstances you don't have control over but yes also your own judgment because that, you know i don't know that is bizarre seeing that like like model injection just kind of it's like they're grouping like you know people with mental illness you know it's like oh they're all they all are dumb and love hitler and they don't know any better <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really but it, it like but also out of touch we went over this yeah. years yeah. ago also it, and at the end of the day, we're not talking about like they're not talking about like black people or even like maybe more broadly people of color. They're specifically talking about the one of the largest, most popular media figures in the 21st century, yeah. Kanye West. 
It's like, come on, man. You're not. No one would consider you racist for saying like fuck him. him he's like an idiot. Very yeah. much him specifically. So it's I, just very I, funny. I do think it is also it is crazy seeing like Burzum flirting with, you know, being a topic of mainstream. You oh, know, sucks. seeing like like a Hassan Piker video where he's like talking about. Oh, he does. Yeah, like he did. that. Amazing. Yeah, it's wow. just like this. This is insane. Like, I mean. You know what though? I, as far as mainstream figures go, like I still kind of like Kanye for these reasons. Not because he's like a Nazi or whatever, but like he is actually crazy. And if someone is actually that crazy, it doesn't mean I'm gonna like what they make, but I'll hear them out. No. Like there's a lot of yeah. other people of his caliber where if they dropped a new album, I wouldn't even think about listening to it because why would I? Um, I but mean, I I'll, listened, to, I'll listen to his album, you know, and uh, I didn't really care for it. No, so. it was really bad, but I, I yeah, listened to it, too. Gave it a shot, I mean, you know. Go figure the guy makes an album named after his dead mother and it sucks. Wow. No, his be- go figure his best album is the one that's a combination of his name and Jesus. So, yeah, yeah and also narcissism there. And it sounds like dubstep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, let's move on to maybe another judgment thing. Judgment uh, Day? Guess, judgment. No, I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure out how to uh, well, get into and the next unveil segment. this this new so segment. We wanted to talk about. We wanted to rag on something. That was, I think, my suggestion. We wanted to rag on something, which I like, regretted making immediately when we picked like, the topic. What, what do we get? There's tons of stuff, and I had. It's like I want to f- be able to frame it in a specific way, and I guess the I title of the segment. Uh, who let this happen or something along those lines? Like, who signed off on this? Who signed off on this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and w- I think if we do this again, which I definitely want to because there's a lot we come can up talk with maybe about. maybe a better name. or uh, Who signed off on this? Uh, yeah, if we can come up with a better name. If you have a better name, folks, let us know. Or but who <laughs> who just fucked this up? Specific, specific things in uh, culture and the subculture of punk and the adjacent things where maybe we'll say was not good or led to bad things. It would also maybe just broadly is bad. It's bad, yeah. And uh, I th- the first thing that came to my mind was the Punk Go series, Yeah, which I'm sure many of our listeners are familiar with, but I'm sure many are not. I mean, if you're if you're a millennial and maybe a, a yeah, Gen Z, Gen or, Z. You, know, you, you probably have... I mean, I remember. I feel like these were pretty big when we were in. Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll high get school. to it. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. it. But uh, the Punk Go series is a series that started in 2000, I believe, by Fearless Records, a label formed in '92 in, I believe, somewhere in California. I think Terrence, California. By, let me look up. Torrance. Uh, I think that's Torrance. But uh, started in '92 by Bob Becker. See, it says 94 on Wikipedia, but I believe the first 7-inch that they put out was 92. Um, this band, White Caps, with yeah. their 7-inch Salad Days. We listened we, to that a, a minute ago off mic. It, it's not bad. It reminds me of, like, uh, Dag Nasty meets, like, Skate Punk. With a little and, sublime thrown in. Yeah. With, like, the artwork. Yeah. I think this is, like, an interesting, because this is, well, remember that one record label we did not too long ago? The uh, fucking one with all the garbage on it. Yes. Yeah. What that record label? Which one is it? What is that called? Hopeless. Hopeless. Yes. Yeah, similar names similar too, name. which is confusing. But uh, I think similar origins in that like pop punk kind of stuff. 
now this was a little bit i think pre earlier than that other label and this label put out like seven inches so you got bands like white caps uh glue gun and i'm assuming this is mostly cali kind of area stuff around this time stuff that's popping up probably around like the green day kind of scene you would say because they were probably kind of starting yeah, to pop this, off. this is when this, they were first starting and isn't this, that like the the gilman uh that's, well, that was Northern California. This is Southern okay. California. So this could have been. I know. I don't. I can never remember where anything in California is. I don't know where all these places are, but I, I think Torrance is Southern. I want to say that sounds right. But this like melodic kind of yeah, bad yeah, religion, skate punk, punk, ba- bad no religion, epitaph kind of bad religion had kind yeah. of come back and were making some really good records during this time. Um, I just I just did a kind of some digging into RKL that was like kind of the older band that was still around and inspired a lot of this shit. Um, it 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 wasn't blowing up like it would when Green Day blew up, but that was like a it had gotten post crossover, post all kinds of other shit. This kind of style that I wouldn't call pop punk yet. Yeah, um, was exactly. was sort of coming together. Probably influenced by uh, Mystic Records, if anything, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? This uh, here we go. We got a. This is maybe a good way to look at this. There's a comp that they put out in '96. Offspring, same time period, um, and it's got a bunch of bands, and it's got a bunch of bands that we actually recently talked about on last episode. Uh, it's called Punk Bites. We got uh, No Use for a Name. We got Vandals. Okay. We go. got White Caps. Uh, mm-hmm. Ignite. Drunken Public. Ignite's a classic uh, one. Glue Gun. Di. Naked Aggression. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, fed up there's a different kind not the same one you were thinking of but uh, but all these bands i see these names and i see the year and this is the mid mid 90s Mm -hmm. when this comes out i know exactly what i'm in for pretty close yeah so with the punk go series it's interesting because it starts like i said in 2000 and starts with uh an interesting one punk goes metal august 1st 2000 yeah who is on this all right so I think this is still the remnants of that scene. In 2000, that's what In I would 2000? expect. 2000? Yeah. Because I, I remember what Epitaph was doing there during this time period. Yeah. And some of it holds up pretty good. And even the stuff that doesn't, you know, anyone would hear it and think, yeah, this sounds like punk rock to me. That's what yeah. this is. Yeah, this is Bowling for Soup for sure. Some stuff that I think maybe is directly, like, about that stuff. Uh, Jughead's Revenge doing Talk Dirty to Me by Poison. AFI doing My Michelle by Guns N' Roses. Yep. yep. Newfound Glory doing Heaven by Warrant. Uh, Death by Stereo doing my so Little Fighter the, by White Lion. They were on the Epitaph Punkorama uh, The Aquabats. Too. You got Ten Foot Pole. So. Aquabats is g- oh, Guttermouth. Guttermouth. That's a SoCal thing from this era. Yeah. So. It's like, all right, this is, I would consider this punk. Uh, more so than the later volumes, yes, for it, sure. I feel it quickly becomes that because. it's. I think it's like maybe two or three records after that. It's I mean, like I, pretty be, I like 2000, the, I was still really young, but I started telling people I was a punk maybe four, like kids at my school, like maybe four or five years after that. And like. If somebody said like "Newfound Glory" or something at that point, 
Uh-huh. I wouldn't have been thrilled about it, but that was the best case scenario because mostly people had no idea what I was talking about. And they were like, yeah. you're goth. That thing, yeah. that wristband, that's your goth. Now, that, the, why those... don't you have trip pants? <laughs> the Literally. second one doesn't come out for another two years. So this comes out in 2002 then. April 2002. Okay. Got bands like Yellow Card. I remember them. Uh, this is the Pop Goes, or sorry, Punk Goes Pop. This is important. It's the first volume it really of that. takes okay. off, yeah. Uh, Stretch Armstrong doing <laughs> Pink, which is very funny. Which song? Uh, yeah, get this party get started. started. Oh, boy. Um, a bunch of bands that I don't know, never heard of. Uh, Rufio. Don't know that. Uh, Reach like the a... Sky. Oh, Thrice is on here. Jesus Christ. Uh, see, the starting line. Don't know what that is. I kind of remember that. But it's like, all right, and... This this isn't really. They kind of keep doing this. They got a Punkos acoustic the next year. Punkos eighties. They got Punkos Christmas five. Right? Uh, no, that's not till a little later. Okay. Uh, Punkos nineties. Now the Punkos nineties in two thousand six. It starts to chart. It's this Punkos nineties hit like the hundred hundred eighty six position. That's interesting. Who's on that one? What do we got? I want I want to know which yeah. bands are on it because. I feel like by two, by 2006, too. this is probably oh, deep into that's some gotta fucked be, up yeah, territory. Full of scene yeah. bands and you know, my we haven't really talked about scene music ever. That might have to be like I a, don't understand what it is still, but I kind just, but I also remember do. it's like those fucking it's like all those hot topic like they had all their shirts at hot topic. They had like the neon cum lettering. Yeah. Oh, I I remember what it is, but I remember what it is, and like I know it, but I do not understand it. Like if you ask me to oh, define it, I'd have a hard time. This might be the one we have to like listen to, or maybe let's check the bands out for this. Um, this is an interesting uh, combination of bands. It came out in 2006. To, to give a little bit of context, I remember, what, yeah. it was 06, so maybe 04, 05, maybe even 03. I could look up the year, but I don't think it matters that much. Like, I remember buying the Epitaph Records Punkorama 7 comp, and I still like some of the songs on there. Loved it as a kid. You know, it's got Millen Collin, Rancid, Dropkick Murphys, some stuff from, I think, their first, what the, that, uh, doesn't matter. The, mm. the first record that has a little bit more bagpipes on it with the second singer. Uh, and then I, I bought the two comps after that from Barnes & Noble. And progressively, with everyone, even as a kid, I was like, I don't know about some of this other stuff they have on here. You know, they had the rapper Atmosphere on number eight after that. They okay. had, I don't remember who, but I started, because even on the first one, the one song I didn't like was Death by Stereo, because that was kind of like... Well, it was just boring. It right? was like metal quarry kind of stuff getting to be, and that stuff started to seep in to those comps, and I stopped buying them, even as a child, basically, because I was like, this I don't like this crap. This is that yeah. screamo crap. I want to hear the fucking... This is skate- death metal crap. Yeah, yeah. I want to <laughs> hear fucking the whiny like skateboarding music. That's kind of fast. Yeah, right? yeah, it's fast, it's catchy, it's like yeah, snotty. Not, not the not the misogynistic, you know, beat down music. Right, right, right. So we got this. We got plain white tees doing song oh two by Blur. Wait, now that that was the band that did the what? Take a look at my girlfriend. Right? No, was that they, them? they did. Hey there, Delilah. Oh. Okay, I'm thinking of Gym Class Heroes. And yeah, that's the next band. I'm oh, really? Bring up Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep, Gym Class Heroes is on there. Uh, I remember seeing them at uh, Red Wing Stadium 
with Carly Rae Jepsen and a bunch of other. It was one of those oh, uh, yeah, you went to that, fast yeah. things. Wait, that was the same night as Dragged in the Sunlight. And then I, yeah, and then I went to see Dragged in the Sunlight at the Bug Whoa. Bar. It was awesome. It's like, so I got to see what Carly Rae Jepsen and Jim Cross Heroes and then like, yeah, the sickest like black death metal. I thing. remember this era. I remember Plain White Tees coming out and like, I think based on I some of the, yeah. They were from... Was They're it from them from here? Buffalo? One of them was from Buffalo. Was Gym he Class was, Heroes. Gym was Class the Heroes one from is there, from yeah. okay. They might be from here. I think they are from here, to be I honest. Will, uh, here, let me look. Like they're from here and they like Geneva. moved to Buffalo. <laughs> oh, Geneva. Okay. Wow. Formed in 97, too. So that's interesting. So those yeah. guys are like so probably also been... older than. Yeah. Well, they're not that Some much of these older, bands. But, uh, but uh, we got, uh, let's see, Emery. I've seen I that name that, before. Yeah. Uh, post-hardcore band Scary Kids Scaring Kids Remember that Always band, remember that band name. Which is named after A Cap and Jazz song Okay Well there you go uh, Bleeding Through so Okay That's we get definitely that Metalcore Yeah I remember that uh, band Another metalcore band uh, 18 Visions oh, They do shit. The Beautiful People By Marilyn Manson uh, Bleeding Through Now see This is interesting Bleeding Through Does a hum song That's weird Really you know, because like all these other bands, like it's like Blur, Nine Inch Nails, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Soundgarden. Uh, Emery doing Toad the Wet Sprocket is seems kind of weird. Uh, R.E.M. Yeah, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids doing R.E.M. But then Bleeding Through doing Hum. Like I don't think Hum was a big band. I don't. I've never. Even I don't heard think of so that. either. You've never heard of Hum? I don't think so. What is it like a shoegaze uh, band or something? Or I wouldn't. No, because okay, I'm gonna push back on that. Not because you would think that people call them a shoegaze band. I would not call them a shoegaze band. They are, I would say, like an alternative rock. rock that like kind of leans a little bit on like post hardcore in a sense, and that like it's it's pretty heavy sounding, but it's okay. not uh, like heavy music if that makes sense. So it it kind of is shoe because like I like shoegaze in that it sounds heavy based upon like the production. And uh, stuff, it just sounds big. Uh, they have like very big guitar sound. Um, okay. If I if I recall correctly, and they're they're pretty good. I have heard. I think I've heard Gray talk about them on demo. Listen. So, this is where it starts to kind of like pop off because we got all these kind of bands in this new scene that's kind of like seemingly kind of doing pretty good. But then, because pop punk had been kind of thriving by this mm. point, and. You start to get the, sort of this gross crossover between that and like post metalcore. I mean, again, I, I'm this isn't an era I'm super knowledgeable about. Other mm-hmm. than my like personal experience, I can tell you like when you say this was 2006. Yeah, yeah, around this time, like I had been into like punk rock, and then I heard about like hardcore. I heard it was like related to that, and I tried to look it up. And I found uh, 18 Visions might have even been the band that I found. If not, then I found something like that. And I was like, all right, whatever hardcore is, I don't want to know anything about it. I'm never Put listening guys to this again. Yeah. Eyeliner doing like really <coughs> annoying break. Yeah, I was like, what the? F- this just sounds like this is like metal. This is like the worst version of metal. I, so guess. I feel about like Poison the Well as like a child like that band. But I um, mean, I remember back in those days, you know, the 2000s being a teenager and. You know, absolutely loathing, like, this fucking stupid-ass, like, all this shit. Like, the dumb-ass metalcore, like, the fucking dumb emo bands. It's like, this yeah. shit fucking sucks. Yeah, I was very over this by this point. Even Plain White D is, like, P- 
people called them like pop punk. And by that point, I would have considered myself like too punk for pop punk, but still some of it I would still like. But Plain White Tees, I was like, yeah. no, no. You had this. seen the light. We'll say. Yeah, I watched like a PBS documentary about the Sex Pistols or whatever the fuck I did. And uh, I'm trying to think where I was in 2006. 2006. I don't think I was really into music at this point. Right, right, right. Wait, wait, 2006. No, I was like into classic. I was like really into classic rock uh, and like rap music. I was like, you can't too. go wrong with that. <laughs> you had like a good Eminem, Led Zeppelin CD collection probably going yeah. on, right? Had some Eminem, some Led Zepp. Some uh, Led M. And, you know, Jimi Hendrix. Love some oh, Jimi Hendrix. of course. But uh, Doors was really into the yeah. Doors, too. But 2007, they got the Punk Goes Acoustic 2. That seems to really do even better than the Punk Goes 90s. And then we are at the album that we're going to be talking about today, 2008's Punk Goes Crunk. And this goes up to 86 on the charts, U.S. charts. That is... Which is... Depressing. Crazy. Well, Crunk was sen- a sensation. Now, I, I don't... I should have done more research in the history of that term or whatever. Did that originate sort of organically in the, like, rap scene? Like, with Lil John or whatever? Yeah, I think... I it's think Atlanta-based. It's a down-south right? thing, for sure. Yeah. And it's what? It's just like... It's supposed the, to be... It's a combo of cr- drunk and crazy, I think. So it's sort of like their version of Hyphy. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be just like sure. good ignorant shit. Because yeah. Lil John, I, I mean, remember I that think, from middle school. I feel like I've heard that that the term crunk. I think that even came out before Lil John. Oh, I'm sure he wasn't the first one. Probably, no, yeah. yeah I remember just when it entered the there, mainstream. There's a Tommy Wright song where it's called "Get Getting Crunk," I think, and that came out in like you know '96 or whatever. Yeah. Usually that stuff kind of predates. Stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, say who came first or the chicken or the egg, but no, it's just yeah, in, that was it was it was an established. Term, it was a real sure, term by 2006, and, and yes. then music marketers kind of started using it too. I I just remember hearing it because I used to back then I would read like Rolling Stone and stuff like at the grocery store, and I remember hearing about it around when yeah when Lil John and the Yin Yang Twigs were coming out. Oh, I'm sure the Rolling Stone were very kind and generous to. Uh, you know, Lil John and the East Side Boys and Ying Yang Twins. I think, I think so. Um, how was what did Pitchfork say about it? I don't know. I didn't know See, fuck all about Pitchfork. At that that, Pitchfork. that is tough because I feel like that back then they also could they could have been like, oh, this is good. Pitchfork you know? was actually very excited about grime at this point, and they were the only people in America who gave a shit about that, which is Pitchfork. Fun, funny in contrast to who liked that stuff in the UK versus who liked it here. Pitchfork yeah. seems to be on some dumb shit where they're, like, going back and, you well, know, like, I, th- I know Rolling Stone does this, too, where it's, like, maybe back when, like, a critically acclaimed album, you know, now came out, you know, they weren't maybe weren't so kind to it. Yeah, but then after you know it gets its, you know, recognition, they'll they'll go back and be like, actually, we thought this was good the whole time. No, well, actually, did you hear the news? What Pitchfork is kind of going under, being absorbed into I think GQ. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like Toilet dot com or something. No, I mean it might as well be, but no, it's very funny because that label Triple B records was like oh this was embarrassing uh, yeah who gives a shit about them fuck all them they only reviewed two out of the 212 releases that we've ever done and it's like 
oh man dude i didn't know that this was a hardcore review website like <laughs> right like, who I, the gives best a shit <laughs> the best resp- well i don't give a shit the, but i mean but the, we do they the best do. response to that by far was someone quote tweeted and was like yeah, it's because pitchfork reviews music and not lifestyle brands and then they posted <laughs> you know four of the 50 different triple b like trucker hats and wallet chains yeah. and Whatever, well, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not trying to attack anybody here, but no, that was a good burn. Someone else, facts, you know? someone else pointed out, it's like a lot, it's like you guys put out a lot of seven inches and like EPs and like, like Pitchfork reviews, mostly like albums and stuff like that. So like well, they review, but it's like they review two of your things. That's cool. Like you should be happy that they even got like any sort of recognition, which is my contention as always with the hardcore scene where it's like you guys want to fucking have your cake and eat it too. You gotta have the the pop the pop music fucking thing review your fucking hardcore well, band. So, but also it's like if they let's be honest, if they gave it a bad score, you'd be like they're a bunch of faggots well, that don't be, understand anything about hardcore. To be fair, I, this is a tangent worth going on because I have another contention. Um, one for what it's worth, Pitchfork was not always the pop music thing. I know you know that, but just yeah, it, it used to have a very different role. Regardless, like I like writing about and talking about music a lot. Um, even as someone who's like a fan of hardcore and that style music, like I'm fucking sorry, but how much you can you say about those seven inches? Like <laughs> yeah, even right? like, like even on demo listen, <laughs> like they get stuff along those lines, and you're just like, yeah, this is really good. I like it. And they'll even say like, there's nothing else to say about it because I like everything <laughs> that sounds like this, and it all sounds the same. Like you I'm sorry, heard, it's like you just heard it, guys. It's good. If I ran a listen music review it. site, like leaving aside Pitchfork's shit with pop music and since Condé Nast bought them out or whatever let's say you're not a piece of shit you're a music fan but you're not like a hardcore guy you want to write interesting articles but that's the other thing you don't want to just write about music you want whatever you write about it to be like worth reading even if you haven't heard the music like of course like the worst material for you is going to be the 500th thing that sounds like the Warzone record like yeah. Why the f- how? What the fuck are you? you your people you gonna about write about it? that? If I wrote for them and someone kept sending me those, I'd be like, "You're trying to sabotage my writing career with this." Yeah. Like, or and, I, or I would start giving it bad reviews just to have fun. And it's like not to say, and like I like some stuff that Triple B puts. I out. I like plenty of it, but uh, plenty still. of stuff. But it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, they. I know one of the things they reviewed was the Candy record, and it's like. Yeah, because Candy is like, I feel like there's something there that you can fucking write about. That one's pretty interesting. That one has some stuff going on. But I don't know how they choose that. And as someone who likes a lot of weird shit, as we had previously talked about, like, I'm I'm not upset that anyone, I'm sorry, like, hey, sorry, dude, they didn't talk about the Tetragrammicide LP that came out this year, and I thought it was, uh, you know, last year, and I thought it was really fucking sick. You know, it's like, why would they? Like, they didn't talk about the fucking night, uh, not, uh, Thantifaxith LP, which I thought was like one of my favorite records. So it's like, and that has a lot that you could talk about. You but, know what the other difference is, though? You know, it just well, is what it is. The other difference is, I, Tetragrammaside probably didn't send them something to review, and I'm willing to bet that Triple B probably did, didn't did. either. Eh. I would, I mean, <laughs> that would be the I, sad thing they might have. It would be funny I if bet they, they did. did. If they did. Again, that sucks. My thing, though, with hardcore punk, underground metal, and stuff like that, extreme, we'll say extreme stuff outside of, like, the normal circles of music, uh, fuck, you don't need that. You don't need that attention for it to be cool. 
DIY. We do this for ourselves. Let's support ourselves. That's why I think sites like No Echo are sick because, like, at the end of the day, like, it's run by people in the scene. So, you know, and and I guess, as I said earlier, if they gave it a bad review, you'd probably call them a bunch of F slurs because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's probably why they didn't review the other ones because they couldn't come up with either anything to say about it or anything. Again, and I'm going based off of, like, the best version of Pitchfork. Even when they were at their best, it's like... I think they, they they were cool because they wrote about things that kind of stood out even within the underground and would give recognition to artists who were really doing something unique. And by the time they started, like that style of hardcore, they were already it was very well worn territory. The, you know, the best uh, Pitchfork review I ever saw was it was for like a Bush record that came out in like a 2006, I think. Yeah. And uh, it was just a video of, like, a chimp, a chimp pissing, pissing in its own mouth. mouth. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, that was, That's funny. that was good. So it's like, would you... And, like, I, it's funny. I posted on Twitter about the uh, rectal hygienics uh, article, and I was laughing Wait, about what's it. Wait, the, the, what's the article? It's about how... It's, the article's like, does misogyny in lyrics count as, enter, like, entertainment? Like, something like that. I can look it up real quick. Uh, or are they, but, what are they, like, or it's, and, or it's real life? It's... Nor... Let me now. I have to look it up because I uh, I think it's funny because because of the whole thing that went on with uh, the triple B thing, um, and I mean here's the thing, I don't think uh, oh here's Pitch the Fork real would thing. even re- should even review a rectal hygienics no. uh, LP and guess what they didn't. But this is why are misogynist lyrics and your quote unquote entertainment in 2015, and I would first of all say it's hard to consider rectal hygienics entertainment. By any means, because it is not a fun listen. They're popular, though. And there's people who, I don't know if they still read Pitchfork, but people who would have been Pitchfork readers at one point in time, uh, Rectal Hygienics have a fan base among that contingent. Like, there are people who at the time would have been called hipsters who like that band. But it's like, hey, guys. Hey, Triple B, guys. You didn't get that many of your things reviewed. It would have been nice to get more, but hey. At least one of your albums didn't get an article uh, comparing you to, like, uh, essentially being super misogynist and, like, tying maybe, like, your band to a broader movement. You know what I mean? Like, they could have done that with one. I'm sure they could probably do that with a hardcore album. You know what I mean? One been, Life Crew. That would have been great for Triple B. I don't know if they would recognize it or not, Maybe it would be good for them, but... Triple yeah. B should just reissue the One Life Crew record and get it over with. It's already been... Which one? The, they're the, already the reissuing it. Uh, they, I think trip, the One Life Crew cr- One Life Crewmen have reissued their second album. I don't give... Well, no, the good one. I want the... Yeah, I don't want the... Yeah, not the shitty one. It does come with the demo. Oh, it does come with... Okay. I don't know if it's like the original demo without the... Wait, with the with the slur. With the slur removed yeah. uh, or kept in, but we got a little off topic. That's okay. The Punk topic is horrible, crunk. so. The topic is horrible. Punk goes crunk. This, I horrible. think, is like where punk music, underground, this kind of scene really is like breaching the surface and entering now, now entering fully the mainstream, we'll say, and however much it could be you know it's overtaking it is like coming up where new metal was yes although i remember this time period and like this stuff these fucking bands like 
I don't. Uh, okay, I got to give a caveat here because I've spoken on this recently, at least off mic, maybe on mic, like because there's been debate over like what's hardcore and what isn't, and how mainstream you can be, and blah blah. blah and it, it, I'm not whatever, but usually that just reminds me of being uh, in middle school and getting steaming mad because a kid said that MXPX was punk rock, and I knew better, and it wasn't. It's like once I started going to punk shows, I never thought about that like you could think whatever you want about what's punk. like you think simple plan is a punk band that's that's funny i don't care but like shouldn't matter to you as a grown person uh too much but this tested me that they called this punk goes crunk because even at the time from what i remember like this even forget like the cool underground no way records whatever shit that like i was into at the time like people who were who would be the equivalent of like, I don't know, people who like to know effects, that stuff. Yeah. Like this was not the same thing. Like no. this was totally separate. Like this had nothing to do with punk. This had nothing to do with even like the lamest version of punk at the time. No. This like, was its own thing. People, and yes, like, it was very mainstream. Even like, this isn't even close to like yellow card or something like that. No, it's we're like, way past that. We're way past that. So first, first song, is by Set Your Goals. They cover Put Yo Hood Up by Lil Jon and the Eastside Boys. That band was closer. That would have been called like pop punk, I think. At the yeah, time, I maybe. think so. And I think a lot you of people pointed out, Tim, that this is like the only crunk song on this album. Yeah. It's as far as speaking in rap genres. Rap I mean, Set Your Goals, I'll say too, I remember them mostly from the B9 message board that I started going on later. Because let me tell you, I don't know if it's the case now, in the capital H hardcore scene, this was like a, I don't know if it was even a guilty pleasure. That was a band that like people who liked things on Triple B Records would often also it like. It was just yeah. pleasure. At some point, yeah. There was no guilt to it. Yeah, and uh, that's the, can we play a song? Can we play this song? This is oh, the yeah. most baffling. Uh, I it threw me for a fucking loop. I think it gets worse, but this is weird. But for this sure. is insane. Like, it fucked me up when I first heard it. Let's but, hear uh, it. Let's hear put the cover of Put Yo Hood Up by Set Your Goals, which is originally by Lil Jon and Out the Eastside Boys. Out in the wild, we have the dinosaurs. Must listen very carefully. <laughs>
So, I think the first thing that was like, it's like, all right, this is like, immediately it's like, this is obnoxious. I, I think this is obnoxious. But I think it's like, it's like, all right, they're they're sticking true Dude, to like the song. After listening to some of the other stuff on this album, this sounds great. But this then, is so good. Them, the, first of all, the dinosaur thing in the beginning is also, is kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, that was weird. It makes no sense. That's some epic shit of the time, I guess. But absolutely, the Yoda rapping and and saying Jedi instead of the N word is so of the time was like so fucking typical. And you know what? Because see, I would say th- we mentioned that this doesn't really have punk bands, but this is the beginning, I think, or the the ramping up of the classic genre that we haven't really ever talked about. I don't think Easy Core. Which I still I think don't this might be of one of those bands. I don't know. There's something similar to what it. Is, Easy Core what is, is Easy like core? it's like pop punk with like but with like brutal like hardcore breakdowns. Oh, okay. I do know what you're you talking know, about. Like, yeah. yeah. They'll no, be this all like is, singing like and then they'll be like That's definitely adjacent to this. Yeah, some of the worst music ever made. Um Do you like do you like have you ever heard Chunk No Captain Chunk? You said, "Do you like?" And I was ready to just be like, "No, no, of course not." (laughs) Well, I do. I do. I I know the shit you're talking about, and no, I do not like. And yes, I do know. Kind of the biggest band of that genre. Definitely, it's got to be what a day to remember. A day to remember. I would. They're on this comp, I think. Um. Um, So I can check. I was talking while we were listening to this off mic about. I read all music, which is like a kind of compendium of. They just have people review like every release. They gave this album a very bad review. They did point out that this opening track is... The song they're covering is the only actual crunk track on here, and this is... Set Your Goals is probably the closest thing to an actual punk band on here. And I think this is me, like... I I can't remember if this is me paraphrasing them or my own opinion, but uh, it's my own opinion that they alluded to, I think. Like, because I remember what critics said about Crunk at the time and kind of the hype about it was this is, in a way, bringing hip-hop back to its roots. It's not like gangster rap. It's not like smart person rap. Yeah. It's not like twisted psychopath rap like Eminem. It's party music. It's party. Yeah, you're at the party with yeah, the neighborhood yeah. and the block. You're, at, you're having you're a at, good you're, time. You're at a white block party cranking this. A white block. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, like, there, as all music kind of alluded to, like, that type of rap music, there was some crossover with actual punk music when it came out. Like, I don't know, Warzone had Go-Go Dancers, the Beastie Boys existed. Like, So you could maybe imagine some sort of thing where if actual punk bands did something with actual crunk music, 
it would be could have some p- potential in theory because some of the energy is the same. You know, it's this kind of mm-hmm. uh, belligerent, but uh, good natured, but with some attitude. But this song is this, as as they kind of said in that review um, from All Music. This track that we just heard that sucks is as close as we get to that on uh, on this album. I think they, that review also called out the Yoda thing as like kind of a red flag for where this was going because they ended up basically dismissing this album as like, yeah, this will be remembered solely as like something that diehard fans of these bands thought was very cool. And otherwise Mm -hmm. it's uh, cloying and obnoxious and not very good. I do like that all music was brave enough to admit, be like, yeah, this, this album is uh, too epic for us. Oh, they, they, they don't give a fuck. They'll give, I don't always agree with them, but they're definitely not afraid about giving things bad reviews. That's good, and uh, I think sorely you, lacking in this day and age. Because they're not that all music doesn't have like a personality; like it's just like a thing that has yeah. reviews for everything. Right, it feels like a robot. Or AI yeah. came up with it's like a reviews. it's a aggregator. Is it? Is it's not an aggregator? I is don't. It? I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know I what think, it is. My understanding was that they had their own critics. That guy okay. Robert uh, Christgau. Christgau, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Best he he's critic. like all over that website. Yes, yes. So maybe it is a aggregator where it just takes it's multiple people yeah. okay yeah but uh you mentioned we were talking off pod about uh how this kind of is like we'll say prescient in a sense this series in general is because now if you if you go on tiktok instagram reels anywhere and there is a band doing something in front of you like there is a good chance that like a 50% chance, if not higher, that the song or one of their songs, the videos that they have, will be them doing some sort of cover. Especially if it's like pop punk, metalcore, this kind of vein. Dubstep. Always. Yeah. Always. This is what uh, uh, Black Dahlia Murder would be like if it was a pop punk song. Right? Oh, that's huge right you now. Know, yeah. This is what like... Uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas theme song would be like if it was freaking deathcore. This is what Screwdriver would sound like if it was a blue-eyed soul group. <laughs> there is, yeah, I mean, that's like a whole genre of content of musicians who, like, just do that. And to be fair, I did like that guy with the acoustic guitar that sang, like, Cartman. His imp- Cartman impression was amazing. That's funny, though. That I mean, is that, funny. That is, uh... And now very, AI is threatening to take his job. I mean, that sucks. We yeah. don't want to see Jared Dines lose his job. Oh, Jared. No, Jared. Uh, him and Rick Beato. And or the guy who did. Beato, uh, Beato doesn't do that, though. He he's more it. like a, he's like an industry insider. Yeah. And, and I've he watched. In, he was involved. He he was involved with the in, with the yeah. industry. So I've watched industry like insider shit about like how to market your band. And this is straight up like something a YouTube tutorial will tell you to do is pick a song outside your genre and cover it or collab with an artist outside your genre. And it is smart. I mean, we fucking did it. We covered Radiohead at a show, and it had I mean, it had the same effect. A bunch of people we, who didn't know who we were went crazy. We didn't go. We didn't say, all right, let's... Well, actually, I was going to say, we, no, we, we did covered say. it. <laughs> we did add our own little twist to it, but we didn't do it in a... Uh, yeah, we weren't like punk haw, rock haw. version guys. We you uh, for those that didn't no. have heard our cover, there's a video of us playing it live. Yeah, which um, I need to post online like a million more but times. Jake, I think the interesting thing that Jake did was doing kind of like a reggae up upswing kind of like guitar thing, oh, or like even or even just beat. like just the way I played it. It 
it kind of sounds like great. I played it like how I played when I played in the band Bad Taste, which was inspired a little bit by reggae, more so just by like soul music, Stax Records, Booker T and the MGUs, James Brown. Because like I didn't didn't really want to learn the actual guitar parts at all. So I played it how I like to play when I'm playing for fun. And to me, playing that bottom string at the exact same time as the kick drum and the top two strings at the exact same time as the snare is the most fun thing you can do on a guitar ever. It's sick. It's a fucking formula for success. Yeah. You know, but, uh, and, you know, I laid down the fucking, the bass, you know. No, it was fun. I'm not, I'm not dissing it, but when it, and I was a fun, it was a good way to do this cover in like our way, which for what it's worth too. But that's a, that's a, what you did. We don't do that in our songs. So that's what I think makes it interesting. It isn't like we didn't punkify it. We just no. did it in a weird way that we just liked. No, there's nothing wrong with it anyway. Like, and we didn't really think about it. Uh, and for what it's worth, another key difference between the shit you're talking about and us doing that is that Creep is a good song. Yeah. Like, Radiohead <laughs> isn't garbage. It's a fine band. I've never listened to them that much. They're a good band, to my understanding. Like, people really like them. But people people who don't know us, we're all singing along and will remember us for that effect. So, like... Yeah, it, it works. It does what it's supposed to. So, like, I get why people do it. Um, I would have only... And that, that show is, like, one of those things where it, that's... I'm not... We're not going to do it at every show. That is the only if thing I'm worried maybe about. Maybe ever again. It's the only thing I'm worried about is if people are trying to get us to play that all the time. Because <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Oh, I to. think it should be a thing where, like, you know, people can ask us, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll do it, but, I mean, it's going to get worse every time. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's going <laughs> like, to get worse. Like, it's going to get sloppy. Uh, it's just, like, not going to sound like the song at a certain point. Oh, it's like did, us doing the Fang cover. If you didn't yeah. like the Steve Cropper take on the guitar, like, wait till you hear the next way I decide to play it. Dude, you get the, um, bust out that pedal. Yeah, oh, yeah, the pedal's coming out, dude. With that wah pedal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the really awesome fucking pedal, but yeah. we should listen to another song, because this... It gets so much worse, It gets dude. really well, eventually, there's, there's, they're just doing rap songs after this song. They don't really crunk songs, but I think yeah, where they, it's very weird... They lean off on the Pastor Troy kind of songs. I don't know why. Is, uh, the next song is Got Your Money by Say Anything, which is that good old Dirty Bastard song, Fusion Kells. Uh, is it Kells? Kells? Great, so, great song. Or Keyless. Um, or and this song sucks. That one's The chorus good. is so annoying. This one's annoying. <laughs> the other one I listened to was... Stay Fly by who was it again? Devil Wears Devil Prada, Prada. Right? That's a band I re- Yeah, this is so like look, again, I'm not now, gonna That's like you want to talk about like cum lettering. Oh band. yeah. Like that's oh, like yeah. that is like the band. Like, I, and I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna get fucking pissed about it because I'm not at that point in my life, but it's testing me because I'm like, dude, like you could show this to anybody's dad and he could tell you, Yeah, this isn't punk music. Punk music is that you know, what would my dad probably say, like yeah, I want to be sedated. I like that song. You know, Johnny Rodden, he was scary. But, man, that's what is this isn't that. Like, what is, I don't know, what does you kill your mother music? I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, <laughs> it was so well established by this point that, like, whatever punk sounded like, it wasn't this. Because this doesn't sound like Green Day either. No. I mean, great, even if they weren't covering crunk songs like or rap songs. Like, I was talking about the bands these themselves. Bands. Like the, these bands don't sound like fucking Blink One Eighty Two. Like the closest one I would say maybe Set Your is Goals is close. Newfound Glory is on this. There's they're they're, they're OGs I guess of that kind um, of annoying style. All of time music. low I guess are they? They, they? they are like second or third gen pop punk. That's like the generation like uh, younger than us. 
that was yeah that's still like in the pop punk realm i do they like, were kind of the last big one uh very ironic the say anything they did the the old dirty bastard cover because uh I guess they'll say anything uh, besides the N word in that song. <laughs> but uh, say they don't, N-E Yeah, because they don't say it in that. They say they literally go uh, N word. I think when they the s- forever the sickest kids do the Men in Black theme song, which is like <laughs> insane because it's just like you couldn't think of another rap song. Or I guess they wanted to do a Will Smith song because they're like, well, we know not only will he not say the N-word, but he won't even swear in this song, so that's perfect but for us. But he will let us, you know, fuck his wife's mouth. And he also will, on top of that. Are any of these bands Christian bands? I guess we can't get into they that. They gotta be. Some of that stuff is out there. I mean, MXPX the Devil Wars, is not Was here, the Devil Wars Prada a Christian Oh, you know what? I think started? it was, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, because they're from Dayton. And I think a lot of those uh, they had a couple rock. of bands yeah. that were. Uh, what's that other one? What's uh, what's the uh, what's Sticks Dickly? Oh, the Attack Attack. Attack yeah. Attack. They're from Dayton Sticks too. Sticks Dickly. Sticks Sticks Dickly. You know the that song, song by Attack. Oh, Attack. Oh, I remember Attack Attack. Oh, I thought Sticks Dickly was a guy in the band. No, no that's, that's a song. song. Let's listen to um, play the play the. Uh, what do you uh, want to hear? Play Let's the uh, the stupid Men in Black cover. Yeah. Oh, that what sick. about Stay? We should listen to the Stay Fly one. Oh, the Devil yeah. Wars. Pro- yeah, play that still one. Still fly. Yeah, yeah, still fly. Yeah, let's listen to Still Fly. That's a what? Pardon yeah. my ignorance. Is it? Is that a UGK song or Big Timers? Big Timers. Okay. All right. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. <laughs>
Some of the actual song at the end, in case you very understandably didn't know what song they were covering. Uh, yeah, I, I, okay, so I hadn't listened to it, and once it started playing, I was like, if you just showed this to me and I wasn't paying attention, I don't know if I would be able to think it's a cover. I might think it's very weird because, especially in that, that we didn't obviously play the whole song either because it's uh, what almost five fucking minutes, five minutes long, yeah. Uh, we we uh, we sometimes have contempt for our audience in certain ways, but for some reason we're sparing you uh, fine people, so you should be thankful. But I, I, don't, I don't think I would have noticed that this was a, a any sort of cover, let alone a big timers cover. Yeah, that I I mean I definitely remember that song. That song would have been like uh, contemporary at the time, two thousand two. I feel like that is closer to like the crunk subgenre than some of the other I mean certainly closer yeah. than like Will Smith. I remember the song. It's a fine song. It's catchy. It's good. Uh this style of music with the breakdowns and everything is like the worst thing ever created in human history though. Yeah, because it's you were saying, Tim, it just keeps going and they keep adding these new parts and Yeah. But these this is also like how their songs are structured generally. Right. It's like they basically like just they were like, okay, like I guess this is gonna be like a big timers cover, but it's actually just gonna be like our own song. We kind, yeah, they kind of took the melody a little bit, like just bare. But because again, barely, it doesn't even sound. No, you know, it's like this is not a cover, barely a cover. This uh, is Devil Wears Prada too. Might be like one of the shittiest, one of the worst. Sure. I mean, it is a cover. Like I, I like. The idea of a band taking a cover and putting their own spin on it to the point where it sounds totally different, and they yeah, did a great job. They did right. a great job of that. It's just that they're such a they're bad band. Genre yeah. music, <laughs> they're is like a so piece of bad, shit. and and it's like the worst genre of music. And I I'm gonna force myself to dig into this style of music more because I hate it more than I hate most music, and I want to understand why it it just I I'm trying to understand where it comes from. I think it does. A lot of it goes back to like wanting to be a crowd pleaser because all these parts they're adding are things that people who like this shit love. Like if you're doing one of these bands, you have to have that many parts in your songs because people are want it. I I just if, don't know why. If you listen, if you are dear listener, are were from this ilk, uh, came from the scene, or any any sort of stuff like that, please let us know. Let us know how you got out. Let us know how you got in. How'd you uh, escape? Because there's other bad things that I totally understand why people like it. Like, I, any, like, pop music, for the most part, not all of it, but most of it, it's like, I don't, like, listen to most of it, but I can wrap my head around someone liking it. Bad pop punk. Even something like All Time Low. Like, I can't yeah. stand it. That vocal style drives me nuts. But it's just, I could imagine being like, well, it's a catchy song. Like... They sound cute. I don't know, like whatever. Yeah. This is like at once simultaneously something where like, again, I would imagine someone's parents being like, this is that scary kill your mother music. But as a fan of a lot of scary kill your mother music, I see no appeal in any of this. I guess this is what you're into 
if you heard your parents talking about scary kill your mother music and you just grabbed the first you like googled that and you listened to like yeah. the first thing this is what you found you know because this is i guess what we many would consider metalcore uh people always are can you know it's like oh what's wrong with metalcore and because this is like from the time that like i was starting to get into like underground music like around this time yeah. i was listening to metallica i was listening to like torso fuck judas priest no not <laughs> yet that's not another not for another year okay <laughs> um devour man but uh <laughs> i was starting getting into metal around like really into metal mm-hmm. around this around this time and this was very prominent, and the people involved in this kind of stuff, I thought, were a bunch of, uh, bunch of bad words. Bunch we'll of, say, bunch of redacteds. Oh, I mean, I even being into punk, I ran. I mean, this was like who played at like Water Street Battle of the bands. Yeah, like I saw bands like this here. I don't know who, but local bands. Like, oh yeah, this I was mean, inescapable. I remember like every fucking idiot from high school was like doing a stupid shitty band every like this. Every high school at a couple of these. Yeah, my at bands. my high school nobody actually no, there was like maybe one kid who liked this and I think still plays this music. But uh that was it. Everybody else just listened to like OAR and Lil Wayne, thank God. Hawthorne yeah. Heights. But not even, yeah. <laughs> I just don't like with Metalcore and maybe some of our listeners I, have this it's like well what is metalcore exactly because you know i i don't understand the appeal to this kind of thing at all right it's like who thinks this is like catchy or good or i don't know but i don't understand i think i've gotten so i used to be very critical of like we'll say quote unquote metalcore and now i'm not nearly as critical of the genre as a whole because i know now I was. I just had this thought earlier. I know now exactly what I want for a metalcore band and what I don't want. This kind of shit, don't want. You tell me a band is called Bring Me the Horizon. They're called and they're metalcore. I know that shit's gonna suck and be ass. If you tell me a band is called like Condemned and they're metalcore, I'm want to check it out because it sounds like it's from the mid to late nineties. Right. It's probably right up my alley. Probably doing all the stuff I want. None of the stuff that I don't want. It's very easy to tell. Same thing with like post hardcore. Post hardcore is very similar. Uh, if you have a uh, if you a band called Drive Like Jehu, okay, that sounds weird, and it, it's a sick band. A band called Sayosin. All right, what right. the hell is up with this? Yeah, you know. I mean, it's sort of I've had it kind of in reverse, I guess, because just because if you tell me your band has four or more letters in the name, I think it's either gonna sound like this or like. S- Something else that is uh, not as bad as this, but similarly annoying to me, uh, if it has that many words in your name. Yeah. It, it, but I could be uh, wrong. But no, no. It's, I'd be right about I, this. I think a lot of the stuff that just is like this, it's just gonna, it's, it's, it is bad. Anything with a four-letter four letter type name is, like, the more words you put into your band name the the bigger likeliness that it sucks it's just the fact the thing i was getting mad about listening to this is the extent to which more so than new metal or other bad trends this is so and maybe people who don't live in rochester new york let us know if this is the case where you live but this absolutely still can be found at like every practice space i've ever had oh, like yeah. this stuff is so still around I, i'm sure it's not as big well, as it used to be but People just stuck with this. I feel like there is a caveat to that because I feel like it's people don't even look at this kind of stuff as like, 
metalcore anymore. They're just like, oh, this is rock music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We talked about. Well, we talked about. I don't. Have we ever talked about the four genres? We have. Yeah, the four what is it? Rap, genres: metal, rap, or no, 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 metal, country, yep, EDM, and I guess you could say either rap slash pop or radio music or rap. All that stuff, rap and pop music now, pretty much the same fucking pretty much thing. The same. I'm tempted to say rap is a separate coworker genre though, because like. You have the coworker who listens to the radio and likes like, yeah, rap that's on the radio. But there is also the coworker who likes like MF Doom, Ghostface Killer. Yeah, I was gonna say like, that is uh, a different co, and that coworker might like metal too. That is a separate coworker genre. But I would say metal has replaced rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now, if you say someone you're into metal, it does mean stuff like this. It does mean, but it also means I mean like a hardcore band. It could mean a hardcore band. It could mean uh, Five Finger Death Punch. It could mean Guns N' Roses. It could mean Guns N' Roses. It could mean... The Beatles. Uh, <laughs> the, the Ramones. See, th- th- I, <laughs> I'm and not I, kidding. And yeah. this is explicitly with like a co-worker, we'll say. Like a specific kind of co-worker. Because if someone's into the Beatles, you might say, well, Beatles is a rock band. People like the Beatles. Yes, it's true, but like... That is like... If you're into... If you are into the Beatles... You're a separate kind of like person, you know what I mean. Probably. You're not just like a normal person. A lot of this varies by age too. That's that's yeah, you're true. a beathead. I would say generally coworker. I would when I reference coworker, I mean people from uh, nineteen to about forty eight. Yeah, thirty you know? year average period. See, I yeah. get like in. I've thought about this before, not too much, but it is, I guess, a little striking. At no point. In my school or work experiences, and I've been to school a few different places and worked at a few very different places, and I'm not complaining about this. I don't care. There's nothing wrong with it. At no point have I been able to say, like, yeah, I like punk music and had anyone have any idea what I was talking about. I mean, best case scenario would be them thinking I'm into Green Day. Usually what happens is whatever, like, filter is in people's brains it goes d- immediately to, yeah, Jake's really into death metal. He's like super into or he like screamo that, or he's into that screaming. It, it's all the same though. It's all he's a metal guy. He loves metal. Guy loves Judas Priest. He can't. Yeah, and that's all tr- true. Which you do right. It's all true. But it's it's I have been and again I'm not complaining, but I'm regularly like addressed as like an authority on heavy metal at every job yeah. I've ever had, and without ever talking about a metal band. Yeah, ever. And, yeah, there, no one's ever like, "Oh, you like the Sex Pistols?" Or no, you like, has never happened once. Everybody's like, "Man, Jake, just can't well, that's stop because talking that's about boy, Guns N' right, Roses." They, they wouldn't, because Sex Pistols are a boy band. Duh. That's a good point. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, I mean, we're talking about punk, and like the reality is, like, real punk rock had never been tried until like probably the year nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's like how I communism's do, never <laughs> been tried. I do like how, yeah, like pe- you know, nobody's literally gonna be what people like, are saying. Oh, wait a minute, Jake. You, you ever heard of the Kaikloopi and Sukaputo? I can't <laughs> believe no one knows them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I, I went I out one night. I was just going to say that one. Yeah, I went yeah. out one night to get a drink, you know, with a bug jar, and then this this, this band with, like, 8,000 letters in their name uh, was playing. vowels. Yeah. <laughs> More vowels than consonants uh, <laughs> accosted me. <laughs> yeah, these guys speak in some foreign... <laughs> 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 I 
No, I a hundred a hundred percent. It like, just gets translated to metal. It's in all some just yeah. fucking metal now. And now people trying to talk to me about death clock. We're asking our listeners a lot, but also if you have this, if you have the opposite experience, yeah, I would love to know because maybe maybe it's just where we are and Doesn't how help. we like how we come across as people. Yeah, we're from a town, you know, a lot of lot of fucking mush heads, a lot Villagers. of airheads. But yeah, I just feel like this kind of stuff. Just kind of now in 2024 is just metal. And I've said this before with like hardcore. When your hardcore band becomes a metal band. And by that, I mean people, random people on the Internet are calling it metal, which uh, who's that? What's that one band from Kentucky that has a song where they do the knock dog loose. Bark, knock loose like knock loose is now a metal band. Yeah. They are not a hardcore band, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. And no, they weren't. A, this is a straight up hardcore band. They were a metalcore band, or you know, taking influence from metallic hardcore and stuff like you know, disembodied and stuff like that. But they are no longer part of hardcore, the core subculture, because they're just so big. Same thing with um, Hatebreed. I love Hate. I love the first couple Hatebreed records. Yeah, but like. Hatebreed is a fucking metal band, dude. Yeah, of course they are. Like they play metal festivals. They're these bands are the bands that play the Blue Ridge Rock Fest. You cannot play that and be part of like a specific subculture like hardcore. No, or although even I, like maybe metal. I told you my music marketing prediction. I think they're gonna rename the fourth genre to be hardcore instead of metal because metal still got a lot of baggage, dude. Metal is fucking. Old white guys with those ugly vests and beards. Mm, man, that would be a the, good idea. Those guys are dying out. Like, and if metal as it stands now is like, you know, some old bands like Iron Maiden and stuff, that it doesn't matter what you call them, they just are what they are. And then this stuff, and but then also like Turnstile, like calling it metal just because the metal subculture, like I said, baggage, and also yep. kind of in the USA at least. Not, not so much other places in the USA seems to be like like the punk subculture is like a dying subculture. The young people are gravitating towards things that I guess I would call hardcore in the bra- in the sense that I'm using the term now. It's this yeah. fourth genre that I would call either hardcore or alt. We could go back to alt also. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could work. That, that definitely shows, goes hand when in we hand. play punk shows like there are not there. It depends. But like. Most of the people there are in our age bracket. Like the young people are going to this or like a better version of this or something. And so I think in you know a couple generations, the fourth coworker genre will just be called hardcore. That would be smart for that scene. That like, yeah, you know that will say scene. You know, uh, yeah, you're right. Like metal does have baggage. Metal's been around for a long time. Too long. And I yeah. think that's the difference between metal and hardcore. And even like metal and punk, is that metal was always pretty close to like hard rock, which is close to rock music, which yeah. is popular to varying degrees. Yeah. And punk never really was there. And the no. the Closest, time it did brush up with it, it was pretty. It kind of burned out pretty. They just quick. called it new wave, and yeah, then that, that kind of just got absorbed into other music because that was a time period where like. There were avenues for which that to just become popular music, namely the synthesizers just came out and you could kind of sneak in all kinds then, of things that way. And then 10 years later, you know, punk became, you know, grunge or yeah, like yeah. all rock or whatever. It's and all then, hardcore. Like, you know, Green Day and yeah, Green Day, Rancid, Black 182. 
Yeah, so now. Nirvana, hardcore band. Blink-182, hardcore band. <laughs> no, so, I mean, I just remember, like, that fucking that like, PBS documentary where they were like, and then punk rock disappeared for 10 years until Nirvana came around and brought Jesus it back. Jesus Christ. But, like. Baroness, but, but hardcore. Then, but you have a band like Sleep Token. <laughs> hardcore. That's like very big, and there, I would, I think a lot of people would consider them metal, metal still. I'm not sure why. Like, not I sure why. Listen to them; the they the don't sound like metal at all. They sound like Imagine Dragons, but that's hardcore. I mean, Ghost, Ghost, a good example, metal, hardcore metal. band, metal They're, sounds like ABBA. So I don't know. I I think the I would I would I would say what you're saying is correct is correct in that it would be smart, and that. The new, the new, the new cool thing has to come emerge because, like, like with trap from rap, yeah, you know. But but I could be wrong because I'm talking I about baggage know. and like certainly the hardcore scene has plenty of that too. But yes. but but hey, everything does. They're gonna it, we're gonna have to rename that fourth genre if it's gonna keep existing. And hardcore is or or this like I I don't because like just call I don't it, think calling hardcore, it art could work. Anyone who is like a hardcore kid or hardcore person or who would say they are part of the hardcore subculture, is going to go to a Blue Ridge cock breast, regardless if fucking, um, I don't know, Bellamora fucking plays or something like that. Who's like that? Uh, they're on a fear of records. They're like uh, one of these metal. Bellamora, these kind of that's a town in early Broadway. 2000s metalcore kind of bands where it's kind of like taking influence from like At the Gates. Are they named after like the that. first town you go to in Morrowind? Probably. Probably. Okay. I didn't know that. I never played Morrowind. Bel- Belmora. Was it with an A? Yes. Yeah, Belmora. then they must be named after They're that. They're playing yeah. uh, Syracuse uh, next week. So. You're saying hey, people you know wouldn't go to that thing? No, I don't think people who are into Belmora would pay $900, or I don't know how much Blue Ridge Cockbreast is, to go see Belmora and Knocked Loose and two other and I'm like I'm trying to think of just a band Harm's Way and uh fucking I don't know some whatever else you might think but like I don't think those bands are going to be able to get like uh needed into the dough that is currently here because I just don't think the people that are into those things want to be around like the festival people Maybe like, that. Maybe it's just like festival rock. They like festivals. They but do. They might but like, not want to be around the other people there. Yeah, it's different. It's there is no Roxo the Pit Clown at uh, this is hardcore. <laughs> no, <laughs> there should be Pit Dude, Clown. Yeah, you could have something like that, but it'd have to be a there, little different. Uh, there's plenty of clowns at this is hardcore. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know <laughs> no. what you're talking about. There's like I mean, fucking but, a couple hundred pit clowns. <laughs> as far as I can tell. You said at that. At that fucking dying fetus show, like what? There was like a couple there too, right? Like what? The guy with the oh propeller and the there's a guy with the but see that I, I mean, think is just a consequence. The propeller hat guy was just a consequence of like internet uh, music, like well, no, culture, that's Reddit culture, shit, I'd Reddit say. shit. I mean, Drain was fucking throwing around beach balls and people loved that. So Drain eventually, but that's what I'm saying. Like eventually, those bands, Drain, metal band, they're just gonna become a metal band next year. Or Man, this year, they're maybe, gonna be a metal but band. But it could be. I think it's both. They're gonna collide because they're still gonna say they're a hardcore band, and most of course, of, most of their fans are gonna say the same thing. Oh well, that's that's. But like, they will say it, but the publications won't. And at the end of the day, that's the, well, your that's metal where this coworker is to. gonna be like, dude, have you ever heard of this band called Drain? And so like, the publications. 
Let me tell you something about publications that write about music. Oh, like Pitchfork. Pitchfork or you could pretty much take your pick. You know, maximum rock and roll. You know what? <laughs> you, that one is a little, that one's different, but like all those publications, I'm not even going to name names. You know what they say? What do they say? Whatever the press release they got says oh, already. Yeah. Ooh, right. They're just reprinting press releases. That's true. So that's how you rename the fourth but genre. You know what? Press release. Here's the rock. thing. I guess this is. Gonna, I don't want to wrap it up kind of quickly, but I feel like a drain to get to that next level. They will have to get the management that when they send the press release and they get on the the big labels, they just do that. Oh, they so already have that management, and and all I was saying is I'm predicting. If I was that management, my press releases wouldn't say jack fucking shit about metal because yeah. that's a fucking dud. So hardcore is getting fucking written about. That's big fucking talk. If I'm writing a fucking press release for any band with a fucking distorted guitar in it, I'm calling them a hardcore band. I'm going to say it so 10 now times in the press release. Hardcore. So now then, but so now terror gets that boost. You know, now yeah, this is this is the rising tide lifting all ships. That is like yeah. true in that sense. But then we have the problem of and this is I think an issue with most of the music like sucks. That. Well, I mean, of course, most yeah. of anything sucks. Yes. But you have the most annoying people and we've already seen this. This is already happening. Not the most annoying people, but some very annoying people that don't know what the fuck they're doing are going to go to shows and they have been. They have been since Really since, since day the one. Lo- well, not since day one. Since the lockdowns. Since COVID. Oh, Ever yeah. since shows came back, yeah. there is a, a rising tide. Uh, there was a wave of young people and people who were eager to go back to shows, finding out new stuff because of TikTok and Instagram and articles and stuff like that. Turn stop blowing up. And everyone is just, every single person in their scene, in a scene, probably has experienced that, witnessed it, seen these people. And it's annoying. And uh, I mean, in the new mundane moshers, or not the maybe the newest one, but the the year wrap up one, like Gray was talking about, how it's like I've seen Gray from Demolition. Uh, he's like, I'm seeing, I, I'm seeing it change. I'm seeing these people get into kind of shed that skin of the new metal uh, juggalo clown uh, who wears a you know dystopia shirt and mm-hmm. like, but like Slipknot uh, Jinkos, and then but then like. Uh, and then fish a youth of today hat, and now they're like now they're like kind of congealing into like the proper hardcore form, but that kind of thing, regular hardcore demo core also, which is very popular right now, and it's very cool, and the more raw stuff, I don't know if like your metal coworker can ever appreciate that. That's oh the no, that's not gonna happen. That's no. not gonna happen. That's but, not what I'm saying. No, no, of course, yeah, of course not. But uh, I just hope they don't. It doesn't affect any of the stuff that really, at the end of the day, the hardcore music that I give a fuck about, which is really anything that can play in a basement, a VFW hall, a small fucking bar or a small like 300 cap venue. Because going to see Dying Fetus was really fucking whack. I mean, uh, it'll it'll and I don't want to do that. Again. Sure, it'll affect it because the in the, that influx of idiots affected. I mean, that affected like. People who are fans of pop music complained about that because, like, Dua Lipa was getting hit with fucking rocks or whatever was happening by well, that's idiots, just funny. Who, idiots who want to go viral. But all I'm saying is, like, 
Yeah, it probably will affect it. It will be really fucking annoying. But like the punk scene, which like I said, is a dying scene, but I still have a good time in it. We still we go play shows and it's a blast and we're going to play a great show in Cleveland next month. Like think about all the bullshit fucking people who have showed up to punk shows without knowing anything since day, day one. And I don't know. They leave. They learn. They figure it out. And or they or they learn that they don't like it and they fuck off. Yes. And hopefully. And that is what the and that is what maybe the punk scene got too good at doing is making people do that, which is is why it's not going to be the fourth genre. And it's just going to be us. I mean, it never was. It's going to be couldn't be. It's going to be us when we're like six. It's just going to be a bunch of 50 year olds soon. But like, I I think hardcore has to embrace that a little bit has to take a take take a little advice uh from the punk scene and hey maybe you don't have social media for your band you know what i mean like maybe you don't do tiktoks because guess what you don't have to do that stuff not that the bands that we're talking about do that but like we're saying like maybe balmora has a has an instagram i say fuck it get rid of it guys you don't need it you probably don't need it if they do have it i don't know I'm speaking. I want to speak on them, uh, but they it might the real shit to avoid maybe getting lumped in with what may be the rising tide of the new fourth genre. <laughs> Which just saying it made me made me sound like I was saying Fourth Reich. The, this, the, <laughs> the new fourth genre. Uh, you might that kind of measure might need to be taken. So. We'll see what happens in 2024. I think the my prediction, even though we weren't doing predictions here necessarily, I think the Turnstile album that comes out next is going to be a, a game changer. We don't know what. Not that I care about Turnstile anymore. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what pe- what happens because of it. I think they have a they would have a they will still have a big effect on. on yeah, it's still a big band. And we haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah. They did like some remix thing like a year ago, but whatever. Who cares okay. about that? I might do a remix album of the leaking head shit we're about to drop. I think that'd be fun. That would be cool. Just just gonna be me remixing it. Uh, it's already got some beats on it that I'm pretty proud of. But, yes, it's, uh, it came out really good. So yeah, Le- leaking head uh, EP. Yeah, new hardcore band f- leaking head with our hardcore EP. It's hardcore. It's hardcore, baby. It's now we're hardcore, rock. okay? Now we're hardcore. Now band. we're hardcore. Yeah, we're just getting a we're getting ahead of the yeah, game. We're, we're just gonna do that now. for fans of Drain, uh, yeah, Knocked Loose, Scowl, and Scowl, and Vein FM, and Spy, and Gel. Listen, if yeah. you like, I if you actually, love you all those what? bands with your gel, heart, I think the the next Gel release will be really interesting because I would like to see what they do because it's like they just become a metalcore band. I don't know. I, I don't mean, think they're going to do because I, I don't think they would never. They would never. The do guys that. from the people from that band, whatever I think of that band, I don't. They, they're not the people I would single out. Like, yeah, you used to like the Devil Wears Prada. They probably liked a bunch of other shit I fucking can't stand, but not that. Yeah, they probably like no. have heart or something. Or. I don't. It'll be interesting to see if they. I feel like they would be like, we're just going to keep writing the stuff that we do, and we want. Mm-hmm. There's that route, or there's the maybe leaning a little bit more melodic or something like that. But yeah. I, that's that's it. I don't think they're gonna be. I don't think they're gonna get like heavier. They're not gonna be like, all right, time to do no, their drop, fan base, drop, time to bulk up. Tuning. No, their 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 people don't want that. That's not their niche. Their niche no. is. Their we've talked about their niche before. It's not that. It's definitely not that. So, let us know, kingsofpunk.com. What are your thoughts on the future of punk? What are your thoughts on the punk go series? 
what else should we cover that we, we think is a disaster? Just we don't have to talk about it, but just because I want to listen to, it, we should close with and in the all music review, which again is very funny, horrible review of this album. They said the only good track on here was Hot Rod Circuit. Don't know who they are. Their cover of Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg. They said that was the only good song. We don't know how it is, but I think we should leave the folks at home with, with that as yeah. a closer and just hope for the treat. best. Yeah. All right. I hope and pray to God that this is a good song. Yeah. Please, God. So kingsofpunk.com if you want to talk about hardcore music and which hardcore bands we should cover on yes. this hardcore podcast. And uh, Cop Pot Official <laughs> on Instagram, please. Kingsofhardcore.com. Great to hear Kings from everybody. Yeah. Kingsofpunk.hardcore. Yeah. 